0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insights into God's Word. We are now at Chapter 17 of the Book of Judges. Judges 17 and 18 represent a detailed example of the spiritual confusion and sin in Israel during the days of the judges. And remember, they did what they thought was right in their own eyes. These two chapters show us just how bad things were. It occurs soon after the death of Joshua in the days of Phinehas, the son of Eleazar. The story of Micah recounts how the man sets up a personal shrine with an idol and an ephod, and recruits a Levite to serve as his priest. The men of Dan pass through on their way to find new territory and take Micah's idol, his household gods, his ephod, and his priest. So now we're learning about Micah. Again, this is Judges chapter 17. We'll be looking at verses 1 and 2, read from the New King James Version. Now there was a man from the mountains of Ephraim, whose name was Micah. And he said to his mother, The eleven hundred shekels of silver that were taken from you, and on which you put a curse, even saying it in my ears, here is the silver with me. I took it. And his mother said, May you be blessed by the Lord, my son. Again, uh, this is Judges chapter 17, verses 1 and 2, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights from the commentaries and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 17, verses 1 and 2, read from the New King James Version. This is the story of Micah. And in this section, Micah had stolen a large amount of silver from his mother. I have to tell you, I have read the account. I pray that I do it justice. So let's just listen to what the commentaries have to say. Micah was from the tribe of Ephraim. His name means, who is like Yahweh. And it probably reflects the, uh, that his parents were faithful to God, they, their faith in Yahweh. Anyway, Micah stole 1,100 shekels of silver from his mother, which was quite a bit of money. And this was the same amount in Judges chapter 16, verse 5 that the Philistines offered Delilah to betray Samson. So that's interesting. The old woman, and this is Matthew Henry's words, the old woman had probably been scraping and saving to accumulate this great amount of money. It is likely she intended, when she died, to leave it to her son. In the meantime, it did her good to look upon it and to count it over and over again. The young man knows where his mother keeps the cash and thinks that he needs it more than she does and cannot wait until she dies to get his hands on it. So he takes it away from her privately for his own use. Uh, Micah's mother misses the money and she curses whoever has taken her money. She curses him or whoever else it could have been. And it should seem that she suspected that Micah was the, the culprit. For when she cursed, she spoke in his ears so loud and with so much passion and uh, vehemence as both his ears, that caused both his ears to tingle. And Matthew Henry continues, It was the love of money that made Micah so undutiful to his mother as to rob her and made and she was unkind and void of natural affections for her son enough to curse him if um and then the uh Matthew Henry goes on to say great losses drive good people to their prayers but it causes bad people to curse and we know that's true <laughs> we have seen that even in our own lives when we've had losses is either gonna make us pray or make us curse. This woman's silver was for her a god, and that's the Lord case g, because uh, before it was even made into a graven, a molten image, she had such a passion that she would curse whoever took it, even if it was her son. And then Matthew Henry goes on to say, it is very foolish for those that are provoked to throw curses about like a madman throws fire firebrands and arrows and, and can cause death. Since they may fall upon those that we uh, hold most dear. And that's true. We have to be careful with the words that come from our lips. We, you know, we always binding curses that have been spoken over our lives. Curses we've spoken over ourselves. So we definitely have to be careful of the words that come from our mouth that could be, you know, cur- curses upon us, upon our family. But let me continue. Micah uh, returned the money to his mother, and when he returned the money, his mother blessed her son for returning the money, even though he had originally taken it. Micah's mother uses the, the divine name Yahweh as she's uh, praising her son and thanking God for it. She is therefore probably a worshiper of Yahweh, although uh, likely she probably worshipped other gods also. She does not just uh, exclusively a worshiper of God. And then it ends this uh, section by saying, this account reveals a lot about the character of Micah, his mother, and the general spiritual state of Israel during this period because the Hebrew nation was in a greatly disordered and corrupt state. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we continue to study your word, this is one of those passages that will be hard to really uh, understand. But God, as I try to share, help me to not uh, put anything in or take anything out that needs to be shared with your people. Father, we thank you. Even as we look at this perplexing text, of a mother who curses her son and then blesses him <laughs> she cursed him for stealing from her and then blessed him for returning and God help us to guard our tongues so that we don't uh, place curses upon our children or our generations in the name of Jesus Father we come thanking you as we always do for your manyfold um, many blessings upon us praying for those who need you in a special way Praying even as we look across to Great Britain as they lay the uh, Queen to rest. Praying for uh, peace and um, a sound mind to, to prevail in that situation. As we pray for peace in our own land. Praying for the uh, Ukrainians as they continue the battle for their safety and for their, for their land. Father, we uh, pray for those who need you in a special way. They need that special touch. They need that healing touch. They need that blessing from you in the name of Jesus. Praying for those who um, are lost, that they will accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Praying for those who have fallen, have backslidden. Praying that they return to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, as we close our prayer, we want to thank you in advance for our answered prayer for all of our needs, for all of our desires, for all that you have in store for us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.